Mine's not that bad today. You were on the couch doing it. Well, it was after I ate my chickens. <laughs> and the chickens kick it up with the cheese? Yeah, that's probably not the best thing for me to eat. But now all I'm thinking about is having donuts. Uh-huh. Okay. Now it's Alright, hello and welcome to the show. I am Scott, and with me is Joe. Hi, I'm Joe. <laughs> Hi, Joe. You never introduced me like, this is Joe? <laughs> you always say, this is my beautiful wife, Joe. <laughs> well, I'm trying to change it up. I'm trying to keep you on your feet. Uh, yeah, okay, I like it. Uh, we are doing Talking Trash. Talking Trash. Yeah, this is talking trash. We are back in action, finding some trashy movies. And the other day, Joe uh, put on a movie. Well, I stumbled, stumbled upon this movie. It's on Shutter. Yeah, you know uh, the running joke is that when we want to watch a movie, or Joe says, "You know what? I want something in the background." I usually suggest like a documentary because it's good. You can listen to it and pick up, you know, some interesting facts in the background. But you always choose a random B-horror film. I pick, like, the trashiest of the trash. Yeah, and, and this was no no different. But the problem with that is I always say, well, this might actually turn out to be a uh, talking trash, talking trash episode <laughs> for our show. And this movie started off right off the bat, and I said, stop this movie. We're going to have to do this for the show. So tonight we watched. I was like, damn, I really wanted to watch it. <laughs> so tonight, yeah. So tonight we uh, we decided to sit back and watch a movie that was made in 1978, got released only in their hometown in 1979, and actually released worldwide in 1984. Oh yeah, we're talking about the three-letter word bog. Bog. You know uh, they say that a bog is a wetland that eats dead plants and makes moss. But the British call a bog a bathroom. And I think that's a better terminology for this movie. <laughs> a straight up bathroom. Yeah. This and is I had a friggin' blast watching this piece of shit. Uh, when you're talking so bad, it's good. And you're looking for certain things. This movie has it in spades. This movie has everything that you want from a really bad movie to laugh at. I mean, it really does. Like, it has... Well, you know, I can't stand 70s fashion. It, it had 70s fashion. Yeah. It had um, a monster, um, if you want to call it I mean, that. I guess so, yeah. Uh, it had a really, really, really bad music that was... Yeah. Supposed to be like romantic in a horror movie, except it it wasn't like it was just not the 
placed properly. It was like romantic music in a horror movie. Yeah. I don't understand it. I'm flabbergasted. It had really bad dialogue. Oh, man, look at that. I bet they got muskies out there big enough to eat my whole entire body. You know, <laughs> you know that Grant wasn't lying, man. He wasn't. <laughs> Ryan, Grant's lying in his tomb, dummy. And you can tell that this movie did not have a single person in the makeup and wardrobe department. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know how I knew we should do this for the show was that in the opening five seconds or five minutes of the movie or whatever it is, it was a driving montage. <laughs> the in the sure, green family truckster. The surefire way of knowing that you're about to watch a terrible film. Well, this is not true because this is reminiscent of the opening of The Shining. Yeah, when but the Torrance family was driving to the Overlook Hotel forever. Let's uh, talk about the differences between The Shining and this opening. <laughs> okay, so in The Shining, we have shots of a family, shots of beautiful mountains with terrifying music playing. To tell you about the oncoming doom. <laughs> now, what did this movie do? This movie had the same type of shot, except no showing a family inside the car, just an aerial shot of a car driving with this music. Now, can you do me a big favor? And give me your best impression of what this song sounds like. I'm just sitting in the window, looking at flowers. It's pretty good. Looking at the sun in my sundress with my bottle of wine. I know, I, I'm trying to remember the words, but it's... I mean, those are not the words. It's like... <laughs> Driving down the road There's sunlight Hitting the car See, at least mine was a little more romantic Yours is like We're together in the car <laughs> Driving Now go back to, to Do Do <laughs> the shining. Yeah, the shining uh, Yeah, the, right off the bat we knew it And, and also this is talking trash, and so what we do on talking trash. I just let's say this real quick: we watch bad movies so you don't have to, and we love telling you the entire plot, running it down, discussing it, and just knocking the crap out of it. So <laughs> this movie opens up. There's a lot to knock. <laughs> very quick with a guy of uh, uh, a typical. First off, this looks like home video. It really does, and. It's a guy in a fishing boat who your typical drunk guy in a fishing boat, and he gets instantly attacked within this. It's like seconds. Just a guy in a boat getting attacked. And now I have to ask you, 
How did his scream sound? <laughs> oh. Oh. Hey. And that's when it cuts to the music <laughs> that we just did a minute ago with the driving scene. Yes. It just cuts right into I'm it. I'm sitting in a beautiful field. I love how you sing field. I, now I can't wait to hear it again. because. Dreaming of you. You make me happy in my beautiful sundress. Sundress. I'm wearing a sundress. You are the love of my life. Perfect segue because that's when we meet the people in the car and they do not love each other. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so it's two couples. Two couples. And uh, Jesus, they're two the men. worst, the worst. Imagine the uh, the guys from Strange Brew uh, from uh, the old uh, SCTV joke. The Strange Brew guys, the two drunks from Canada, but they have wives with them. We're the McKenzie brothers, eh? How's it going? Our topic today is the beauty shot. Yeah, look how beautiful it is. Look at that head. Mm, it's making me kind of thirsty right now. Hey, you can't drink beer on TV, eh? It's illegal. Okay, fine. Cut. He drank the beer. Is that a problem? No way. It evaporated. And I'm still thirsty. Cut. We're going to get sued, eh? What you going to drink the beauty shot for? To me, there's nothing more beautiful than an empty glass, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and these wives did not want to go on this trip. And how they even got them to go on this trip is mind-blowing. Yeah, they were making a joke at one point. They're like, oh, you know, you guys shouldn't have come here because you guys are thinking about going to Saks Fifth Avenue while we're thinking about getting in a boat and, you know, fishing and they're drinking not, some beer. They're not even thinking about that. They're plastered the moment oh, yeah. they get out of this car. They're wasted. So, yeah, they tell their wives that you guys don't want to be here and the the women clearly don't they you know, think oh all. they're complaining about everything but what's amazing about this is like the guys are telling the wives like i even mentioned to you i'm like the guys are telling the wives oh you guys are you know want to be at Saks Fifth avenue right now and i'm thinking these motherfuckers cannot even afford sex with like they literally are the most podunk people ever with no money at yeah. all. They're driving like a, a mint green family truckster. I mean, it's the seventies, so obviously it's normal. But I mean, they just don't. They they're like you know, they look like a mess. Yeah, they don't look like they're going to Saks Fifth Avenue anytime soon. So I think that was funny. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're talking about. First off, they say every second, hand me a beer. And these wives are just making these faces of like just oh disgust. They clearly they just, are so uncomfortable. They don't want to be out there. But, you know, I have 
already off the bat, I even said to you, I'm like, okay, so they're supposed to be at like, okay, it's supposed to be a bog. They're calling it a bog. It's a lake. There's nothing. Well, I, I think mean, a bog is just, isn't it a part of a wetland? Isn't on it like, around like a the... swampy area? Like a swampy yeah, where the moss, like, grows? Yeah, well, I didn't see any of that. It looked just like a regular lake to me. Um, I, I don't know. That's probably... Yeah, I, it's kind of confusing on that, yeah. Get, but it, it, there's nothing about a bog that, like... I mean, I think bog, I think, like, you know, like... British this. bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you something. After watching this movie and, and now knowing the movie, how do you think the trailer goes for this film because we haven't seen it okay what, what do you think if you had to do your impersonation of the trailer and the theme like what's the tagline and the trailer guy say in this trailer um if i had to guess yeah um uh, i would say don't go near the bog there's something waiting for you under the water don't go fishing rated r rated r actually this movie is rated pg is, oh. Not lying to you. Okay, yeah, that kind of makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, when you think about it, because there's no freaking carnage at all. Yeah. I was thinking something like this. <laughs> you can't even get it out. <laughs> For God's sakes, get out of the bog before the bog gets in you. Well, I guess that's more appropriate, yeah. That's my impersonation. I like it. I like it. Editor's note. Couldn't find an actual trailer, but a YouTube profile called Mr. Bog, dedicated just to the movie The Bog, made this hilarious fan trailer, and I had to put a part from it. The creature will not yield. It will not stop. Not until it gets what it wants. Your blood. trip goes wrong <laughs> in the bog <laughs> so this, these two couples are on a fishing trip and things start happening right away like there's really no downtime in this movie like it starts um right away which is odd because later on it just gets into well i guess we'll get into it but it, it slows down pretty damn quick it does it does this movie should have been called the conversation <laughs> or or science talk that I would have liked the movie if it was called Science Talk. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. So, yeah. So the, then, cut to the one couple in in a fishing boat. Well, they, right? I think they talk about uh, because I think they get there pretty late, and he's like, "Well, we're gonna we'll get in the like let's split up and get alone time together, wives." And the wives are like, "Uh, no. Well, the girls are gonna go sleep in the back of the truck." And you guys can sleep in the sleeping bag. And then they go, wait a minute, isn't that like incest? Um, and okay. I was like, I, well, I don't know what's happening. They're not sisters, so nope. I don't understand that. Nope. that no relation, it seems like to me. The dialogue, I'm just going to say this right now. The dialogue in this movie is is so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, I've never, it's this most pointless thing. It's like, this director and writer went to like the Tommy Wiseau school of dialogue. You know, because there's 
I desperately looked for somebody who had dialogue sheets for this movie so we could do the dialogue together. Oh my god. I wanted to see if we could both do our versions of the of the of all the dialogue because it's insane the dialogue in this film. Hey, what's this? I thought they said nobody ever comes up here. Leave it to those guys to drag us out to a VFW convention. Hey, Chuck. Chucky Poo. We got company. Company? You better check this out. Listen, I'll tell you what. You do me a favor, all right? All right. You don't call me Chucky Poo, and I don't bend your nose in. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it is. But, uh, yeah, this. so this couple, like you were saying, they go, I guess they go to bed. They wake up the next day to go fishing. But for some reason, the two couples split up. That's where I got a little confused. I didn't know what was happening. One couple decides they find a boat. It was from the guy who, in the opening who died. His boat's just randomly sitting there. So naturally, these couples just go, hey, let's use this random boat that's filled with stuff. So the one couple goes in the boat, and they go out to the water. And the other couple just starts going walking to go fishing. Yeah, like they don't. They don't need a boat. They are just going. Like yeah. they're just going to stay on the side. Up. You of think the... the two guys would want to be together? Yeah. And so, weird. Uh, what's well, they weird? All probably couldn't fit in the boat. Yeah, it looked like a rinky-dink little shit. The 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 people in the boat get bumped by something, and she gets extremely scared. Rightfully so. And he's just like, "Yeah, it's nothing, right?" And it's a big bump, like a gator hit them or something, you know. And the all of a sudden, the people on the shore. We we keep cutting back and forth between these two couples. And the couple on the shore have gone walking, and she's miserable. And he's, like, just walking through bushes. And she's like, how the hell am I supposed to get through these bushes? I don't have a knife. I need an axe. <laughs> and he's like, um, follow me, slave woman, or something like that. Yeah, he says something, like, ridiculously inappropriate for, yeah, like, no weird. reason. Like, the dialogue in this movie is mind-boggling. It's just, oh, I said bog. See what I did? Mind-boggling? I said mind-boggling. Pine needles. Uh. Alan! Just how the hell do you expect me to get through this stuff, huh? I need an axe! Axe me no question, slave person. I lead and you follow. Ew! God damn it, Alan. Do you know what the, the woman says? Uh, he says, well, honey, she's like, I want to go home. Just take me home. Please, I want to go home. And then he's like, Come on, honey. Just just a couple days. Just a couple days. Days. I know days. I'm like, uh, and then she, no he's way. like, I'll make it up to you when I get home. I promise. And she's like, <laughs> you okay? You will make it up to me when you take me and my mother out for dinner. And he goes, Ugh, your mother. I mean, she's punishing him for sure. Yeah. Well, this is perfect timing because right after that, she says this. And remember, and by the way, the camera work is dreadful, and it's only on her, and he's off camera, and you can hear him go, your mother. And we cut back to the people on the boat, and the woman who just said my mother starts screaming. And the people on the boat go, oh my god, that's her. Mm -hmm. And they cut, it looks like cuts of her underwater being grabbed by what looks like a log, but I think it's supposed to be a crab hand of some sort it looks like a claw it's yeah. like a claw like it a big claw of, it kind of looks like a scorpion's like you know a, a, a pincher yeah like a pincher. and, and yeah. It, it looks like a log because at this time we don't know what the hell's going on 
So you just look like a log is holding her foot underwater and it's like flashes. Mm-hmm. And so they race out of the water to get to land. And when they get to land, the husband who was with her wasn't anywhere near her for some reason. Although they were standing next to each other a second ago. And he's like, I don't know where my wife is. I can't find her anywhere. And then the new the other couple go, just everybody, you go this way. And he just runs off. And then he tells his wife, hey, get to the car, get inside the car and hide. Just in case something's going on. Which was amazing because when this woman runs to the, the car. She runs away to the car. There's, she doesn't have the keys to get in. True. And also, <laughs> something attacks her from what looks like the air. Oh my god, yeah. So she's looking all the way up to the sky yeah. and screaming her head off. And so at that point, I'm like, oh my god, I think I know what this is. I think I know what it is. You say this the whole movie. Yeah. Well, you didn't even have this idea until later when they start talking about what's going on. Well, I was thinking it, but I didn't say it until later on. I yeah. don't even know how your mind would have went to that at this yeah, point in time. Well, because... It would have happened after this with the conversation about it later. Yeah, I was still thinking about it. I was like, there's got to be some kind of a huge... Well, hey, okay. okay I'm not the camera that. attacks this girl's face, and it comes from the sky. And the way that this movie decides to do the attack is not with gore or anything like that. It freeze frames on her screaming face, and the screen is red. That's it. And it's like a sh- it's just like a split second It's like, okay, shot. that's what you're showing us. Because yeah. this movie is rated PG, they couldn't even put a single thing in there. Yeah. Which I'm shocked they actually did put in what they did put in later on. But so obviously both wives have disappeared. Disappeared. Yeah, we know this because all of a sudden the two husbands run into town and stop the local sheriff. And I'm I'm mad because I'm forgetting this actor's name. But he is, this movie's got all-star B-movie all stars. Yeah, his name is Aldo Ray. Aldo Ray. Yeah. He's in a ton of B movies. Yeah, he really is. Um, he died at like sixty something years old, he and 64. he looks like he's that age in this, which is insane. Yeah, yeah, he does. So yeah, he was like ten years younger here, he and that's in, crazy. Like, oh my god, the, these movies, Jesus. Um, yeah, he's been shock in some... him dead. <laughs> I can go on for days with this guy's yeah, uh, filmography, but yeah. Young Rebels and stuff like that. Yeah, Hollywood Cop? Yep. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, I think he played the uh, Chief or something. Yeah. yeah one of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, this guy shows up. He's the sheriff, and he's talking to another guy who's an other older gentleman who is also, I believe, um, an actor. It's in a, some... B stuff too. It's the actors in this are old time actors. But they also, I I mentioned to you, like all the actors in this movie are not supposed to be old, I guess, but they all look old. They like all the two are wives. super old, yeah. Yeah, everybody in this At movie looks point, old. At one point, one of the characters mentions, um, he says, well, you know, I've been living in this town since I was a kid, so about 40 years. And we're like, wait a minute. What? Is he saying that he's only 50? Because this guy's 60 something. Yeah. And it's I, wild. It, it, I guess the bog is aging everybody in this movie. I mean, who knows? <laughs> uh, it's, it's it, well, except for one cop who looks like a young guy. Uh, yeah. So there's like a two older gentlemen talking, and it's the sheriff, and it turns out the local scientist. Okay. She's a, she's no, a pathologist. Not, it's not her. 
Okay. It's oh. the other guy. It's the oh, guy. okay. So he is, he's a doctor, but we don't know what he's a doctor of. He keeps mentioning how he constantly mentions that he's just a podunk scientist. Well, and he's not, he doesn't have any big city degrees. Like any big, any big training or yeah, anything? Yeah, he keeps mentioning this. He keeps saying, well. We have no idea what he's a doctor of, but he's a doctor. He's some kind of scientist of some sort. Some kind of, yeah, because I don't know what his his job class is, but he's just there with the the, the sheriff. And he's two, the two husbands from the opening basically come there. They seem like they're plastered, like they get drunk after what happened. Yeah. And they're saying that their wives are missing and they need help finding them. And that they think something attacked them. And he mentions, now he mentions that the thing that bumped them in the boat lifted them out of the water. He At the time, he didn't give a shit. But now he's like, you know what? That that was some super yeah, dangerous uh, stuff happening. Looking back now, uh, maybe yeah. that was bad. Yeah, you know what? That could have been something for real. Because now that they're missing, you know? Yeah. He's like, uh, we we need help. We need people to come and look. And the this like the sheriff is basically passing them off by going, yeah, sure, we'll get right on it. We'll get everybody in town looking for your wives. Gentlemen, this is uh, Doc Brad Wednesday, our local MD. Uh, Chuck Pierce uh, and Alan Tanner, I believe. Uh, Hi, Doc. Uh, why don't we move over here out of the way? Um, Sheriff Rydell here has been telling me a rather incredible story with Paul now. I'm really very, very sorry to hear about your wives, and I'm certain that everything humanly possible is being done to find them. Right, Neil? Yeah, Brad. Uh, I've got 25 guys out there now looking for them. Well, didn't they go to a gun shop at one point? It hasn't happened. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah it's like and... two places in this whole town. <laughs> yeah, there's only a few location shots in this uh it's it's really it's it, you know we we have to say that aldo ray uh the actor playing the sheriff mm -hmm. and the other guy playing the scientist they're awful they do not know their lines and they're bumbling through them especially the sheriff aldo ray mm -hmm. he he there's a few times where he definitely screws up his lines oh, yeah. but they kept it in and then he tries to like correct himself yes, as if yes. like, oh, he said that on purpose. And a lot of time he just, he like shakes it off by saying, I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm dense, but what kind of thing would have a hypodemic nerdle for a mouse? I mean, a uh, hypodermic needle. Uh, I'm all right. Yeah, like, you know? I mean, any director would have cut that and then reshot it. I mean, it just makes everybody look incompetent. This guy, I mean, this, this director, he only directed three things oh i thought this was his only movie he directed three things i, I have no idea i don't what know the if they're other full two... movies yeah well no they are an hour really? and a half oh wow okay so I, I i just don't know i mean it seems like everyone in this movie is completely incompetent well i don't know after this movie released i don't know how this guy didn't make a whole bunch of movies because holy shit this is a gem <laughs> um this they're basically like all right we're gonna go look for your wives and it, they do go looking for the wives. They, they round up, I guess, some cops in town to go through the woods. And we get some footage of people walking around in the, the forest. And they find, like, their sleeping bags and everything covered in what looks like seaweed. Mm -hmm. And then they find their two wives dead. Almost a, feet, a couple feet away from each other. Yeah, but, like, they're, I mean, this is actually kind of, I mean, they, they don't really show anything. But... That you could tell that all the like blood is drained out of their body. Yeah, they're like gray. 
Yeah. They have some, like, uh, great, like, makeup on them or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the extent of the special effects. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. That's the extent of the the hard work of the makeup department because literally there's no hair and makeup. There's no wardrobe. I mean, there might be, but it's it's, you can't tell. You can't tell. Um, But, yeah. So, So they find their wives, and this is where we meet... Well, we have the sheriff now and the other scientist guy hanging out in what I guess is the sheriff's office. It's the sheriff's office of some sort. And they're talking about the two dead bodies, basically. And they said, you know, he's bumbling through his lines and he's virtually like, well, let's wait till the pathologist gets in here. She knows. She's got a degree. We're dummies. Mm -hmm. And then that's where we meet our third main character, which is this older woman. I'm telling you, everyone looks old in this movie. She looks like, um, uh, what's her face from the West Side Story growing up? Oh, yeah, she does. I, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and you know, she's, she is... Has... Rita Moreno. Yes, she, she's been working forever, this actress. Yeah, I'm looking at her resume yeah, right now. She Jesus. is Frank Sinatra's first on-screen kiss in a movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, she has been in a ton of stuff. She Lots has done a TV, lot of movies. A lot of TV. She and... might have got blackballed from hollywood because she refused to do a certain movie that she was forced into a contract really and i think that she kind of screwed herself up which is funny that she did this movie i mean this this is a pretty long resume jesus she's been working since the like the 40s i think she was working yeah let me see yeah she's been a lot and she actually she outlived everybody in this movie i think yeah she lived to 91 and yes you're right she was working in the 1940s yeah so yeah, she's had a long, a long career, long career. Yes, a lot of stuff, a lot yeah. of interesting stuff too, which is really interesting. Uh, there's another actor who comes in later on who's also won a ton of movies, that like westerns, like a famous western actor. Uh, so yeah, th- so this woman shows up, and and this is where it gets really funny to me. This is where the movie really kicks into high gear for me as a bad, great, bad movie, because the three of these actors talking together. It's just gold. Every it's just terribly directed. Shots scroll in on people's faces when they shouldn't. It usually you use that for tension or shock, but sometimes it just pans into someone's face for no reason. For no yeah. reason and sits there. And uh, <laughs> they do this to this woman a lot and a lot of the actors have to talk off screen while the camera's on a close up of this woman's face. Now, she's talking about oh, okay, we have to get into this. The two actors talk to each other. And this happens. This is virtually, I would say, 75% of this movie is these two actors talking to each other in in scientific mumbo jumbo. You can tell. I want to meet a scientist who could just watch this movie and tell me how nonsensical everything is. I know. And you know, you could tell that they're using they're using words, like real words, but they're using them in 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 like some kind of context that it just doesn't make any sense at all well, at all. It, it was like why would they go this smart? I can't understand anything they're saying. Even if it doesn't make sense, I can't tell. And you said that they all the words are real? There was a couple times we were like, that's not real. No, I had to look up the words. I looked Did up, you? yes. Still, that, I was like, I need to get uh, the text on the bottom here just to search half what they're saying. Yeah, no, I know. I looked up one of the words that she said, and it was actually a real word. But the way she was using it didn't make any sense. It was like they were putting the words on the screen, and the words were coming out of their mouth, but just not in the right order. Let's do our best, <laughs> our best re- 
interpretation of what happens in the scenes. But I'll be the I'll be him, and you be yeah. her. And let's do the scene in which they look into a microscope. Okay, first of all, it's... can we just say that he looks in the microscope with his closed eye? Yeah, and he realizes it, and then he switches. So good, <laughs> so good. But just like, give me your. Let's just see if we can talk to each other like they're talking to each other. Okay, well, Brad, the iodine in this metallurgic reaction has caused a symphonic doohickey in the chemical transition and has now imploded and implanted its regurgitation. Oh my god, Betty. I don't know a hill of beans from a hill of cans. But I'll tell you something, the thingamajig on the right-hand side of the Silicon Valley will only tell me that the buttons on the left-hand side of my right-hand aggregator was what only give radioactive sesotypes from the Silicon Valley. And I'll tell you what, you got a sexy ass. <laughs> I'm dying over here. I'm trying to be quiet. Oh my god, that's no joke. That is exactly how they talk in this movie. You know, and I love the the weird sayings they keep saying about themselves. Like they're all saying something crazy. Like, uh, um, what, what was a couple of them? We we kept looking at each other. Like, what the freak? Like the uh, the 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 like you know what I'm saying? The sayings where the guys like. Uh, well, I don't know anything from a friend of a jang adoring a mimibi gym. And I'm like, what the? You know, I'm just an old country folk. I know nothing but a can of worms. I mean. And I'm like, what the fuck does that seriously, mean? Seriously, I, I, I had to, like, look away from the screen for a moment and think. Like, is that what I heard? Or have I gone mental? Is the flimmagim coming from the flamagant jam? You know, I think <laughs> that the sterile like is tungsten. <laughs> and you're like, I know that word. The I'm doohickey tungsten. clencher. The doohickey clencher. When yeah. you don't really know what that is. Yeah. It's something that is something that we know is something, but the, we don't know what it is. The white blood cells seem to be affected by the phlegmogram. And <laughs> the phlegmogram is moving through the um, cardiovascular system. And I'm like, I know some of those words. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We know some of the words <laughs> that they're saying. But they're not saying it in the right order or the right context. And now let's do the sheriff because you're, we're seeing all those phlegmograms. And then the, the, the sheriff is like this. Huh? What? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Anybody want drinks? <laughs> And they, and they drink a lot. And there's the one scene where he seems to pour alcohol from a soap bottle. Okay. It looks like, you know what it looks like? Um, one of those travel the shampoo, travel shampoo bottles. bottles. That's what it looks like. He I'm like, pours it into two glasses and the camera f zooms in on the two glasses to watch them be filled. I don't like, understand. This is a huge moment in the movie. What is the This point? movie is crazy. Now... She so this woman comes in and she's the pathologist, right? Yes. Well, and, her name is Ginny. Oh, okay, glad you told me because I was gonna call her Betty. You kept calling, yeah, you called her Bet Betty. I'm like, but at least I got my guy right, Doctor Brad. Doctor Brad. <laughs> He's an old man who doesn't know a lot about a lot, but he Jeez. knows a little bit about something. Oh God. Uh, you know, uh, so she comes in the room and and this is amazing. This. This is the best introduction to a character ever. 
She says that the blood has been sucked from their bodies. Okay. Yeah. Well, and, she performed the autopsy. Yeah. She says there it hasn't been sucked from their bodies, but the blood has been missing, and there's only some scratches. And they don't know. And the sheriff is like, I don't understand how blood can come out of a body without any scratch, any holes, or any suction. And she comes in the room and she says, "The blood has been taken from these women. I think we might have a Dracula on our hands." <laughs> the best line in the movie. Do you think oh. we have a Dracula? <laughs> and no one laughs. They're straight up taking this seriously. They're like. Holy shit, there they're might be a Dracula up in here. Yes, they're considering the fact that they might have happen. Have they yes. had multiple Dracula attacks? It happens, you know, sometimes here and there. The last one was about 45 years ago. I They had a Dracula. I talk so. a lot about Drac attacks. And you got to really <laughs> be careful around Drac attacks. Jesus Christ. The fact that she says, do you think we have a Dracula? <laughs> is outstanding. <laughs> she is a scientist who has lots of degrees. They keep talking about how smart oh, yeah. she is. And she's saying a Dracula. Yeah, and she also has like a lot of dialogue in this movie. Do you, this feel, actress. Do you feel like the writer or whoever wrote her this dialogue? Do you think that they said to her, "We don't have, we can't get the trademark on on vampire"? I mean, what? So go for Dracula, okay, the wait. named the named vampire. I know, right? So I was gonna, like, I was gonna say, why can't you say why a vampire? Say, um, the only thing I can think of is in mythology, vampires, something like that. <laughs> Instead, she says. I think we might have a Dracula. <laughs> it, it unbelievable. It she delivered that line of dialogue with the straight face. Brad, don't look at me that way, and don't think I'm crazy. But could, could we have a Dracula running loose out there? And the camera zooms up on her. Yep, and right this on is, her face. This to is say the that point line. that that I came and I said, "Oh my God, I I, I know exactly what's happening in this movie." It's a goddamn huge mutated mosquito. Yeah. I, I, when you said that, I was like, you know, it could be, but they would have called this movie something cooler. Well, okay. So it's it's a bog, which is really leak, but it's a bog. And usually around, you know, those southern parts of the U.S., there's a lot of mosquitoes around water areas and stuff. So I'm like, okay, that would make sense. And then the blood was drained from their bodies. So, and it came from the sky. Yeah, we did see it. It seemed to have come from the sky yeah. and underwater. Yeah, and they also, like, threw us off a little because they said that it's dwelling underwater. Like, that's why it knocked the boat, you know? Yeah, there was also so, that reference about the boat being Yeah, here. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Okay, mosquitoes don't live underwater. So yeah. that that theory is out the window. You know, but it makes my sense theory. about mosquitoes flying around swamp water. Yeah. Because like uh, these bugs are attracted to the wet, the dampness, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so I like my theory, but that's not what what's going on here. That, is, that isn't what's going on. Uh, it's what's going on is even more wacky than you could ever imagine ever. Uh, yeah. But it's hard to even discuss this movie properly because there's at least 13 scenes of science talk. <laughs> The diggity clencher. The diggity clencher with the flimity flam and the uh, Silicon Valley. And, uh, yeah, well, I guess what happens next is the two drunk husbands who seem to be drunk again show up to go look at their wives' bodies. And the sheriff sees them somehow through the building and goes, oh, damn it, those are the husbands. And he yells at his guy. 
uh, outside, I guess his deputy, and says, stop them from coming in. We don't want them to see the body until the autopsy is done. Mm-hmm. Because we got to get to the bottom of these Dracula attacks, these Drac attacks. And <laughs> he doesn't say Drac attack. No, I wish he but did. But I would love it. If the, he there's did. only one reference. The, the Dracula comment is only one, but it'll never go away because it's incredible. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he he tells them stop them. We don't want them to see the bodies. So that the, this deputy is the worst at telling somebody not to do something. So he goes outside. All he has to say is there's an autopsy and you can come back later. Right now, it's not the right time for this. You can't go see the bodies right now. We have to get to the bottom of what happened. But no, he does the complete opposite of this. He walks outside, stops from outside the building and says, no, you got to leave. You can't see your wives. Sorry about your dead bodies. Sorry about their, your dead wives, but you can't go in there yet. <laughs> Right? Doesn't he say something crazy yeah, like, something. sorry about your dead wives? Yeah, he says something to that effect. Something ridiculous. I'm like, wow, that's sensitive. Yeah, and the guy goes, uh, no, I want to go see my wife. And he's like, you ain't going to do that, buddy. He actually, like, manhandles one of them. Yeah, he does. And the other one, they seem like they're wasted. And the other one just grabs him and goes, let's go. And when they get into the car, they just automatically leave. They give up real quick. They don't really give a shit about these wives. They don't seem to give a shit about the wives when they were alive, so... When they get in the car, it's like a really fast cut away. But right when they get into the car, one of them says something like, What is this bottle? Where's the bottle? I want the bottle. And that's it. And then they just cuts away. What was the bottle? I think that they're just making it... I think one of the actors just said that while they were getting in the car like they were drunk. Oh, jeez. Maybe they were drunk actually through the whole movie. That I mean, could be definitely That would true, be actually. amazing trivia if that was like actually on IMDb, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it's not enough uh, trivia on this one. I cannot believe people haven't hunted down any facts oh, on this movie. I know. Well, you know, we're the only two humans that have seen it. I, that is not true. Okay. There's well, got to be a bog. I, I'm sure they didn't have There's a big gotta premiere There's got to be a bog. Uh, shit. <laughs> there, if Tommy Wiseau is going around and Neil Breen is going around, this bog well, movie has to be out there. I mean... I, I guarantee somebody like Michelle <laughs> Steer has done this movie, and there's a fan base. Okay, there has to... Okay, yes. Okay, so here's what you guys do if you're listening. Go to, on Instagram, at The Crafty Misfit, or at Just Another Movie Night, or both, and tell us if you have seen this movie. I really, really, really want to hear from you. I really want to hear from you. You can comment on any of the photographs, and I will, yeah, I will answer you. Well, it's on Shutter, so we found it on Shutter. Yeah, we found it on and Shutter. That means to me, there are people like let's face facts. Shutter doesn't have as many movies as like Netflix has on its on its service, right? And they change it so often, and they drop movies. There are people who have the service that are just going to watch any new movie that gets popped up on there. Mm-hmm. And sure. God bless them. I wish we did that, but we don't. You know. We only watch the worst of the worst. I mean, yeah, for sure. But, you know, there's a lot of, fil- like, you know, film buffs out there that find, uh, like, there's a cult following for a lot of movies That's what that, I'm you, you know, we still don't even know about. And we're horror fans. Um, so if there is a cult following for this movie somewhere out there, I would love to hear from you. I'd love I just, to hear from you. And tell me if there's a shirt out there that says, just her face and says, <laughs> We have a Dracula. Do we have a Dracula? Uh, I, that's got to be a shirt somewhere, oh I hope. God. That's an amazing shirt. Um, <laughs> so let's get back on track here. Yeah, that, that got 
So right, the two husbands leave. Okay. So that what happens is that the two husbands decide to go buy guns. Yeah. Well, okay. First of all, they, all they know right now is that there's some kind of creature that drained their wives of all they, the blood. They actually don't know about the blood. They don't know about that yet. They just know that their wives were found dead. Yeah. Well, they, they were found in, in the bog. So yeah. that means that there's some kind of creature or, or something. It doesn't even have to be a creature, but just something. A person, whatever. Yeah. So they want to get revenge. I guess I should also point out there's a really weird moment where it seems like they left in footage from the set where mm -hmm. it looks like you can't really make it out because it's really dark, but in the woods, there seems to be the creature, whatever the creature is, you can't really make it out. You just seems like hairy body or some kind of like thing like that, like a, like fuzzy looking. Mm -hmm. And it looks like another person is telling that per that thing to go away. Yeah. Like that's why I thought I saw two people. You know, it didn't look like one yeah. creature. It looked like two people. I'm like, wait a minute. And is the there something going on here? Like, there's people just walking through? I, I, you know in Monty Python's Holy Grail where they keep cutting to, uh, it, it turns out that it's supposed to be in real time. Mm -hmm. And you don't really know that. But they keep cutting to uh, a documentary film crew yes. making a movie in the movie. Yes. It seems like that just happens out of the blue in this movie. Yes. It's just, in what's crazy is, I can I've made I can make out that who the character was that was telling the other character to go away, mm -hmm. but I couldn't tell is the monster, and it yeah. also doesn't make sense for the film that that would have happened. Right. It's a real split second thing that's in the movie that seems like it was left in. It seems I, like a mistake because like at least like in Monty mistake. Python they knew that they were doing that because it was supposed to be you it know ties into the end yeah as a joke but. But this here, it just seemed like they messed up and left it in. It, it is very odd. Yeah. And like I said, we cut to the gun store where the two husbands want to go buy guns. And they're asking the guy at the gun store. And and when I say everybody is terrible at acting, oh, the, even the guy at the gun store is bad. Oh, God, bad. And he tells them, well, do you live here in the state? And they say, no. Why? And he says, well, you can't buy guns in the state unless you live here. And the other guy goes, you know what? He's right. I've heard that in other states, too. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Like, what? This dialogue, this it's movie. It's the worst dialogue. But, this whole movie has terrible dialogue. But this is where another one of the best actors ever shows up in the film off camera. We hear a guy's voice say, oh, I can I, I can help you with those guns. Oh my god, the two okay. The two second Stanley, what what we'll call him, because he, he literally shows up and he's gone. He is the guy who's waving to the thing in the in the in the forest. Like mm -hmm. like the uh, get off set. Yeah. That was the actor because he he's dressed and he is acting. If you told me this was Trey Parker in uh, Cannibal the Musical, doing a joke character. He's dressed like, like Huck Finn. He, he's dressed like a hillbilly, but with a hat. Like a straw hat. And he's also doing a squinting eye thing as like his disformity. He's he, only squinting his eyes. It's like he has some kind of like, yeah, you're right, like a deformity. But it's just like the actor's like, oh, I can't get any makeup on my face. So I'm just going to squint my eyes. Right. There's That's no makeup character. department, first of all. But, but there is. I that, mean, we'll talk about that oh in a minute. Oh, my God. I, and so the director's probably like, okay, here's your motivation. You have to act like a total, like, you know, yeah. podunk, you know, no brain cells 
just redneck piece of crap. This and, director's like <laughs> at the dentist, and he's like, "Hey, you want to be my film?" To the dentist, and the dentist is like, "Hell, you want to be in your film?" And he's like, "You're going to be Jebediah, who sell, who's going to buy guns, but you got to act like you're mentally challenged." Oh my god! And he, this guy, it comes out of nowhere, and it is like a cartoon character. Yeah, but what is he even in the scene for? Like, I don't even get it. Like, okay, what was so the, the two guys can't buy guns for themselves. Right, so he, he so comes along. So he's like, I'll buy, you can give me the money and give me, you know, I, I'll buy the guns for you. And they're like, well, what's the catch? And he's like, well, you can give me a little more money. And he's like, he'll do anything for a couple more bucks. And he's like, yeah. oh, I'll, I'll do anything That's right. for I remember. some money. Yeah, he's like, I can get, I can I get anything yeah. you need. I'll just need some money. It, it's it is wild. And these guys are like, this guy's a little out of it. I mean... And these are two drunk yeah. idiots saying that this guy's out of it. Yes. Well, you have to be a resident or I can't sell you anything at all. That's uh, federal law. That's a bunch of crap. No, no, that's right. I've heard about it in other states, too. Gentlemen, I can be of some help. Hey, who is that? You get the hell out of here, Fry. Wallace Fry, at your service. You better count your fingers if you shake hands with that creep. Wallace Fry can get you anything you want. Anything? Yeah, for a buck. For sure, for a buck. Well, I guess they buy guns, and they buy these, like, elephant guns. I mean, yeah, first of all, they didn't even look like they would even be... Oh, and the one husband... Real guns. I think the husband puts bullets in it and looks down the barrel? Oh, my God, I said that to you. He puts the bullets in, and he cocks the gun... And then he puts the barrel like in his face. He, like, he looks down, down the, the, the barrel. barrel. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, this is this is going to be something. These two idiots with guns going into the freaking bog, trying to kill whatever they think killed their wives. Yeah. This is going to be a debacle. Well, and I thought they were going to show us a lot, and they didn't. Yeah. They didn't. Well, I there. So we get this guy who buys the guns for them, tells them that he might know about the thing that's in the bog. That might have killed his wives, their wives. Of course And they're he like, knows. how do you know that? And he's like, it's, I don't know, but I know someone who does. Right? So he walks, and he brings them to what I can only explain is a shack teepee. It's like a house in the middle of the bog in the woods. But is it a house, though? I, because it, when they go inside, it's like a TARDIS. Like, the outside <laughs> is like a tent. It, and when they it, go inside, yeah. it's like a whole warehouse room i mean it is and it's got like it's like a garage yeah it's really it's a, it's very bizarre but here we meet adriana we meet adriana she looks like somebody just put some silly putty all over her face they try to make age makeup yeah they try to do an like an age thing i mean he she looks like they just tried to make her look like every witch from like every you know movie when you were a kid you know like every every caricature of a witch it's not even a witch it's actually the gypsy woman from the wolfman you are correct that's what they're doing yeah but she looks like she could just be like a witch from you know one of our childhood movies but she does the makeup like here's the makeup department coming in strong um they they just put silly putty all over her face it's terrible it's terrible and the greatest uh, fun fact is it's the lead actress yeah. Who is the pathologist. She was pulling double duty because I guess they yes. didn't have the budget to pay someone else. And what's really funny is 
they don't even mind about their bad makeup because they zoom in on this woman's face. Oh, hardcore. They get in there. Yeah. I mean, they are in her pores. I they mean, film it in a, in a dark lit room, though, so it kind of hides yeah. it a little bit. It's dim in there. And then this woman's doing old woman acting. Or she's trying. Yeah, she's like, oh, oh my God. This creature comes from the bog and lives on the bottom of the lake. Yeah, she knows all about she this thing. She knows everything. It's it's astounding. So a she, little too knowledgeable. Yeah, I mean, there's always this one. Creature. There's always one in every movie yep. that has yes. all the knowledge. Usually, it's an old drunk man, but yeah, yeah here it's a gypsy it's woman. Buck flowers. Yeah, I, if buck flowers would have showed up. <laughs> this would have elevated it again. Crazy drunk pedestrian. Yeah. No one believes me. <laughs> um. <laughs> or oh, the guy from Friday Thirteenth that says you're all doomed, doomed. would have shown up. <laughs> uh, that would have been amazing. So yeah, the, she they go to this woman, they go in the shack with her, and she tells them that the creature was woken up from its slumber from the bottom of the bog by them, and they said it wasn't us. And he says, you know what? I know it was. It was the boat with the fisherman in it. Oh, we found the. The, the boat abandoned. Mm -hmm. It must have been the fisherman that used that boat. And then that's when the other, the guy who brought them there, the, the guy with the squinting eyes, goes, I did see him out here for a while. I saw him and I knew he was up to no good. Right? <laughs> Let's call him Skater. Skate. He Let's had a funny name. Skater. Yeah, he has a great name. I don't remember what it is now. We should have looked that up too. Uh, he... He goes, uh, and so while I tell the story, we're getting like all these shots of the under the bog of the water and the creature arising from the water and everything. And then we kind of start hearing the creature moaning outside of their TARDIS that they're in. <laughs> TARDIS. And she says, don't worry, the creature won't come in here. You're safe here. But that doesn't, that makes Skeeter go, I don't know, I'm worried. We're trapped <laughs> in here. And if the creature comes in here, we're going to die. So he decides to run out and be murdered by the creature instantly. Yep. We don't see it. We just hear his screams. What did you see? His name is like okay. Jebediah. Or? No. So okay, there's one. There's a couple of people he could be. Um, so there's Potter the Poacher. I don't. I don't, I don't remember know this who character. Potter the Poacher is. I love Potter um, the Poacher though. Yep. And then you sounds got, like a BoJack Horseman joke. Oh my god, it does. Um, Wallace Fry. No, not these sound familiar. Wallace, I mean, but the other ones we know all of them, so it has to be one of those three that I mentioned. Potter the Poacher. Well, while we're getting this information, we also cut back and forth between the scientist talk. And yes. I think one of the things that we get here is that she, the woman suggests from the autopsy that a, something that she believes it was a creature. I remember she, I don't think she thinks it's a Dracula anymore, but she's starting to think that it's definitely a creature, not a human, but something used some kind of puncture down the throat of the victims. Mm -hmm. And I think the sheriff says, well, who the hell is walking around here with a syringe on its face? 
<laughs> but he doesn't say syringe. What didn't he say? All no. the lines wrong. He we said, laughed our asses off. Um, oh, a hypodermic oh, uh, needle. Uh, and he hi- said yes, but he he says it like he says hypodemic nurdle. Oh, a hypodemic nurdle <laughs> down his throat, and then he goes, "Well, well, never mind. You know what I mean." Oh my god! It was like he just flubbed his line, but yeah. instead of the director calling cut, he he quickly tried to correct himself. Yeah. Like, it was uh, crazy. She's like somewhat something used. Whatever I'd attacked with, it stuck it down. And they keep saying this over and over. They explain it heavily. That it was down the throat, through the... Uh, do you remember all the, the technical terms oh, there? They, they, I, they say a lot. I mean, you can just make up words. Through the hypothalamus. Uh, well, uh, all those real things. I mean, you dog yeah. cruncher. To the uh, hippopotamus. Yeah, I mean, it, it. they were just making words up. So... They're like, and then she, that's when you said, I think it's a mosquito. It's a yeah. giant mosquito. What else would I was like, of course get it is. the blood through like a, like a needle-esque face or something? To yes, suck blood. but you know, um, Adriana, which is, <laughs> why they pick that name? It's just so, it's too normal for this woman. Um, so, yeah, but she said that he lives underneath, the creature lives underneath the water. So I'm like, okay, that's not, that can't be. That, yeah. It can't be. Yeah. And if it's like fresh water, then it can't be like some kind of squid monster. So what the hell is it? Um. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they, they have a lot of thoughts. Now, the best part of that scene is that they, they constantly are getting drunk together. So the sheriff, he keeps going, well, I don't know what to do. You know, basically just keeps passing everything off, passing the buck, and being like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, well, they, they hire a diving team to go in. Oh, that's later. But, yeah, yeah uh, right now we have to worry about this scene because it's very important because <laughs> it is creepy as all shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three of them are back at the one scientist's house, and the three of them are getting drunk, and they're all dressed fancy except the sheriff. He don't give a shit. And that's when he says the needle thing, and we were laughing. Mm-hmm. And then he just decides, well, I guess it's time to go home. So he leaves. And this leaves our other two characters to hook up. Our old actors to start making out. It is so cringy. It does it close. It plays the song from the opening. And by the way, we never even talked about the title fonts. Okay, so that was... um... It was comic like, Sans. Yeah, it looks like it. It, it looked like a comic book, uh, like blurbs. Like it's just so bad looking. None of it is spooky looking or uh, good for the thing. And they start playing that theme song here. Basically, what we find out is that her husband, that she's a widow. Yeah. And that it's been six years. And he's like, I don't want you to be a, a widow anymore. I don't want you to be with me. Whatever. This is and Dr. Tells, Dr. Brad. So Dr. Brad and what's her name? And Ginny. Ginny and yeah. Dr. Ginny and Dr. Brad yeah. are talking. And she says, you can stop. And he says, no, I got to get this off my chest. And she's like, no, you don't. And then that's her saying, I want you to. And so they start making out with the music playing. But the way that they make out is creepy as all oh shit. Oh, my God. She keeps stopping and like making like weird orgasmic faces at him while she just stares at his face and we only see the back of his head we don't know if he's doing something to her but he she is reacting insanely i mean She's yeah like whispering into his face just staring at him it's it's cringy it's 
it's crazy. so cringy. And it just like, goes on oh and my gosh. on. Yeah, and like if you want to watch a scene, just one scene from this movie, just Google bog makeout scene or something on YouTube and just watch this. And and you will literally please like... Don't do that, please. I mean, you know, you have to do it like, just for entertainment purposes. Oh my God. But Jesus Christ, this scene is so gross. It's like two old people. And they're not even really kissing each other. They're just like pecking on each other's faces. And she's just staring longingly into his eyes. And then you got the song... Just want to lie you down in the sunflower bed and love you forever. And it, it it goes on for no less than 15 minutes. It's it's wild. And I'm like, okay, first of all, they're doing a close-up on the kissing, so you can like see every like little thing that they're doing. It's so it's gross. only her face. It's only her face. Yeah. Because it's behind his head. It, yeah, his you can see like the side of his face, but like She's just staring creepily into his face. It was so bizarre. It was just so It's a creepy. lot. It's a lot. Oh my God. I'm like, can we just stop? And then the song playing. Yeah. And the song is so creepy and like, oh, it's so drawn out. It's awful. I mean, yeah. that, that scene just did me right in. I'm like, I can't do this movie anymore. So they cut to the next day and the two husbands have now gone to our characters to tell them everything that had happened with the old woman. That they talk to. Adriana. Yeah. Adriana. It's, it's too <laughs> the normal. The gypsy woman or whatever the hell you want to call her. Uh, they tell her, they tell them, look, this happened, this happened, this happened. You got to get to this place. She seems like she knows everything. And it's true. <laughs> she knows everything. And they're like, we got to go investigate it. And they're like, okay, look. The, the, the Dr. Brad guy goes, hey, you guys calm down. Go get some <laughs> breakfast. That's a doctor's orders. <laughs> And we're going to figure this out. They just don't give a shit. Like, they just... And he's like, we got to do something. And these two guys look like they're wrecked again. The husbands. I mean, I think that the actors were wrecked just to get through this this filming. I mean, I would need to be completely drunk to get through this movie. I, I mean, it, it's just something. I think the cop... They're trying to figure out what's going on. And I think the cop comes up with a plan to stick... To go to the, the lake where the bog is and stick a stick of C4 mm-hmm. with a charge unit in it and then like wire it up to the, 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 the street yeah, and below it, the bog. Up. They want to blow the bog because they, they think it's going to draw it out if yeah. it's in there. And, and he's like, anything in the water is going to get killed. Yeah. So when they blow up the bog, it's a completely different place than they're filming. Oh my goodness. Like you could tell like the back Like, the whole entire scene that they're showing is, like, some kind of stock footage from another movie. It's not even the same location. It's not anywhere near the same location. I was like, oh, jeez. Are you serious? Like, you couldn't even try? Yeah, and and, and the funny, my favorite thing about this part is that two husbands are watching. He blows up the lake, the bog. His deputy gets back onto land. They blow it up. They go, well, everything that's in that lake is dead. And then they just get in the cop car and leave. <laughs> and they leave the husbands there. The two husbands are like, um, <laughs> okay. And the, the two cops just drive away. And the two husbands are like, well, we're going to stick around and see if anything comes out of the bond now. Right. Well, what's the point? Like, if you're just going to throw us, like, basically a, a whole block of C4 
in the water, you're not going to stick around for two minutes to see what nope, arises. They just leave. And the best part about this is they leave so quick <laughs> that at, they're halfway down the street and they hear shooting. Yes. From behind. <laughs> oh and they God. look over their, their shoulders backwards, you know, while they're driving away and they go, that sounds like it's coming from back there. <laughs> and they turn around and they're like, I think those husbands are shooting things. <laughs> so they go back and it's only been seconds and the husbands are dead. I mean, worst of cops ever. Yeah. And the funniest part about this is the sheriff points down at the bog and he says, there, go down there. And the deputy goes down there and we only see as we shoot, we're showing the sheriff's face, we hear the deputy screaming to death. Yes. Like, he instantly gets killed when he walks down there. Like that's it, you know? And the sheriff is like, ah. Oh, like, oh, I mean, what do you expect? Oh, you sent your freaking Patsy down there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Rick and Morty. He's like, ah, oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, okay. So, <laughs> the sheriff's like, he just leaves. He just, three people just got killed in front of him, including one of his cops. That worked for him. <laughs> and he goes back and tells, like, Dr. Brad and Dr. Ginny, right? He's the doctors. He's like, guys, this is some crazy shit. Like, there's a creature, and it just killed everybody. Mm-hmm. And they shot the hell out of this thing. And what's really funny is uh, there's a random other cop that shows up. He's a younger guy, and he keeps walking into the scenes to do dialogue drops. And he is like really trying and he it's just the way that he goes about it feels like in like a soap opera yeah he feels like he's in a whole another movie but he drops the 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 knowledge that when the husbands were shooting it they shot off a piece of it yeah and i guess it was on land and so they scooped it up in a pickle jar, and they gave it to the scientists. The they two gave doctors. it to Ginny, and so she started running like a whole bunch of tests. Yeah, which, that's when the oh, telescope thing, the microscope. I mean, the happens. microscope thing happens, and then they decide that, oh my god, there's human DNA in this. Yeah, yeah. She keeps <laughs> like, saying things like, "What, what did she say?" But well, that's when he looks in there wrong, the actor. But first, she says, "Look at the 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 I think something like the blood cell count," mm-hmm. and then he looks. And then she, he looks away, and then she goes, now look at the silicone on the... She says something crazy that I was like, what the fuck are you She's looking like at? What are they looking at? freaking words that, I mean, they're, they're, like I said, they are real words, but they don't go together. Yeah. Like, look at the medulatary it, it was silicone. Really, it was something strange. Like, it was like, look at the slide. Did you look at the slides? I got them. They're brand new. Just wanted you to look at the plastics. <laughs> It's it's just so strange, and I'm like, what is happening in the slide? What are they looking at? You know, their dialogue it, is so it's obscene. It, it goes, they're intense, they're, and they're always like flirting. I mean, you can't go one scene without, yeah, without the two of them, without them like smooching. It, it's that, that way, and it's the sheriff drinking. It, they can't it, go a scene without it. I mean, at least the drinking makes sense. There, why are you trying to throw a stupid love story in into this creature feature? That doesn't make any sense. Like, well, these I, two people, like, we've seen it done before. It's rare that you see a creature feature without a true, love story. True, but the way they're doing this, you know, it, it's it's not romantic. It's not sweet. It's gross. It's it's weird. It's cringy. I guess so. It's just cringy. Uh, like, I mean, the, the, 
the way that they go about the love scenes. Yes, the love scenes are creepy. This I have no problem with them flirting. It's just that they undercut it with science talk. Yeah. So it's very bizarre and laughable, (laughs) and you're like, what the hell? So weird. Somehow we got to get this movie to uh, uh, to Grace Tyson. Oh my god! Yeah, can you please tell us what any of these um, means? Have these people watch these these movies? Bill yeah. Nye just watch their brains melt as they're saying these <laughs> words. Um, so, uh, yeah, so yeah, basically, there's like you said, it's like human DNA in it, and they basically it, they don't get any further here. No, with with figuring out how to what it is or how to stop it, like at all. Except that they know that the old woman was connected somehow because the two. Um, husband said she knows everything. Yeah, and it never killed her. Yeah, and it's like, why does she know about it? And how come she's living out there and she's not being attacked? Yeah. So I think they sent two other cops to investigate her. But I believe these cops also get murdered. Yeah, okay, so there's literally a total of five police officers in this whole town. Uh, They all die. (laughs) Pretty much. I think only one of them survives. But yeah, I think it's the one... That just is like in a soap opera. He keeps acting. He's always standing against a wall to giving a whole dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they, uh, this is the best part is finally the sheriff decides to call other cops in. But he does it in the best way possible. He calls them and lies. He, he says, well, uh, I need some help looking for some bodies in the lake. In the bog here? Yeah. And, and uh, could you just come? Oh, we'll discuss it when you get here. Oh, that's he when He doesn't the... want to say, hey, by the way, there's a giant monster. <laughs> yeah, don't warn them or anything. Yeah. Just be like, come over here and just, you know, go right to your death. And what, what's <laughs> funny is the two people who show up are buddies of his. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so they send scuba divers, scuba divers that two are like... pro scuba his divers. Former, his former, like, college buddies or something, and he knows them. And... It's so amazing. I think they're kind of law enforcement. I think they're all Are law they? enforcement, but they're some kind of like rescue divers. Okay, well that makes sense. But like you know, he, he he's friends with them, and immediately they go down to investigate yeah, the they, lake. They have a plan they... where they get out in a boat, and, and there's we watch them like sail off, and they keep telling you where to go, and it's really yep. bad. And they're dead. And they're dead. But before they die, <laughs> they bring up a. Someone went to a crap Michael's. Okay. And they took it, uh those gotcha gotcha ponds or gotcha <laughs> what do you what do you call them when you go to the slot machine? You know, like the machine to get the little toy oh, yeah, in the plastic like bubble. Little gumball machine. The gumball machine toys. And all those little eggs are stuck together. Someone took a hot glue gun. They look like light bulbs. I didn't see light bulbs, but yeah. They just look like a whole bunch of like ornaments. To try and make like a, a sack of eggs. It's supposed to be an stack. and you know what the best part was? They kind of like just stuck like some kind of gel all over it, like yeah. lube. But then they also put a couple. Um, did you notice the couple uh, crabs or whatever they put on it? Yes, yes, just I did. Just to make it look like, oh, it's fishy. <laughs> you know, you're like, I'll put a real crab on there, slap them on there. Oh my so, god! So uh, before they die, these two scuba divers they get to put the eggs in the boat. And so they retrieve like a they sack of eggs. They retrieve a sack of eggs. It's just, it's literally a pyramid of glued together ornaments. Right. And well, they bring it back to the thing and they're like, these are some kind of egg. But they're see-through and they're like, we don't, they're not eggs. They're not going to, there's something like eggs that will 
birth these creatures? I and they're like, but they have some kind of human DNA. Yeah. Okay. First of all, can we just say that the human DNA thing? It really doesn't get explained. They say that what it sounds like to me is that they use a female to. I I thought they say I thought they were saying procreate with the human. Okay. That well, they used a woman. <laughs> and we find out that it is the old woman, gypsy woman. Yes. Her, her DNA was in... It's virtually yeah. her children. Okay, so here's the thing about that. They never actually say it. They but they kind, kind of, of like imply that she is the mother of the egg sack. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> I don't know. And she goes missing, and I don't even know if they talk about where they, she went. They said they, she's dead. I don't remember them saying this, but what's really funny dead. is what's really funny is it feels like it ends really soon here because there's they finally come up with an idea of to make a, a liquid. Now, all of the the uh, townsfolk, all the men in town are like starting to get antsy. They want revenge. They yeah. want to go out there and kill whatever this thing is, right? And they go to the gun store. Everybody always shows up at the gun store because it's only one of five location shots it can have in this movie. Yeah. And so they're all at the gun store, and there's the deputy guy that's the soap opera actor is always showing up everywhere to talk to everybody like this. And all the guys in town are like, we want revenge. We're all here to get guns. We want to get revenge. And the sheriff's, the deputy's like, well, the sheriff's not going to like this. Well, then they all, they're like, let's march to the sheriff's station right now and talk to him about it. And at this point, Dr. Ginny and Dr. Brad have come up with an idea to make a, some kind of like um, foam that will tame the creature, Mm -hmm. that will like make the creature, I I don't know what it's made out of. I know they probably said technical things that make sense in some weird way, Mm -hmm. but I could not even keep up with it. My my, my mind was melting. At that point, we had already heard so many ridiculous words that we just couldn't. And and it kind of gets to the point where you're like, I I can't even, I don't even know what words mean anymore, you know? (laughs) And they said they're going to use some kind of gel, that it's going to stop the creature, some kind of fish thing that'll um, make the creature pass out you know like yeah subdue it yeah and they're like well how are we gonna get it done and they suggest making foam cannons with the fire station using the fire hoses to shoot the gel on the creature yeah i mean that's the lure the creature out and they're like well we need people and so that the mob shows up at the police station and they walk up just when he's there and they all like and he's like what are you boys all here for and they're like, well, we want revenge. We want to go down in the water and get to whatever this thing is that's killing our people. And he's like, perfect. I want to do the same thing. And they're like, oh, he, oh, really? <laughs> and he's like, yep. And they're like, oh. And the mob guy, the one head of the mob guy goes, of the mob, he says, well, what, what are you going to do? And he's like, how about you guys all come here first thing in the morning and we'll all go down to the bog together and stop this thing? And they're like, uh... Okay, but how? And he goes, that's nice. Anyway, see you in the morning. <laughs> Again with the dialogue. Yeah, he I just, was laughing so hard. He I was doesn't like, even answer him. He just says, okay, yeah, I'll what? see you later. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they all march off. And he just oh smiles. He just smiles into the camera like, I got my people. And so that's the plan. They get a truck full of this mob. 
They wheel them down there. They have a, 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 a truck fire. full of mob. There literally is a mob on the back of a truck. I don't even know why they couldn't walk there. They're just all standing in this truck. Yeah. They and look like they're all about to fall out when it stops, too. It's really funny. None of them die. They get the creature. They, they, the creature comes out to attack them, and they shoot the phone cannon on it. And this seems like the end of the movie, to tell you the truth. Right, yeah. And they shoot the phone cannon on it, but really... really oh, they had to shoot a gas, by the way, that'll lure the creature out because it's some kind of fish smell. Yeah. And so they shoot it, and it it's some kind of mist or blood mist of some sort. And when they do it, the creature comes out, but the sheriff, for some stupid reason, runs out in it, and the creature kills him. So that is cop number, what, six that dies? Yeah, he's, it's the sheriff, the it's main the character. Sheriff. There's no cops left in this town. Yeah, he, and he dies off screen. We don't really know what happened. We don't know why he did it. Yeah. And they even say that later on, that like I think uh, Dr. Ginny or whatever, she says, why'd he do it? <laughs> I, I don't know. He was drunk, probably. You know, and... <laughs> He ran off, and, and the other deputy was going to run after him, and he would have died too, but he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, they, they... Also, we have one deputy left. Yeah, the, the, the soap opera guy. And we have a couple other ones later on, too. Um, because that's a state police. They actually call the state police in to come and... So funny. Like, they it even matters. Like a, they show up in a family truckster with, with cop lights on it. Yeah, they do. Well, that was the, the police back then. They they had those, you know, beige cars. I've never cars. seen one like that before. And they they were like ugly as sin, and they just had like you know one thing on the side of the car with the red lights on yeah. top. That was it. So the foam cannon hits the they hit the creature. The creature passes out, and they say, and then they go to kill it. And Doctor Brad's like, no, we want it alive. Why? I don't know. And then they capture it alive. They throw fish nets on it. They bring it back and they keep it wet. With some, some kind of rain system, but right in front of Dr. Ginny's desk, they keep it. It's the most odd place to yeah. put this thing. And the worst part is that, I mean, yes, he's chained down, but they leave her alone no in cops. the lab with this thing. Yeah. So what do you think will happen next? Yeah, no plan if he tries to escape. No right. no plan whatsoever. None. Uh, and what? guess what happens? Oh, and he by gets the, loose. Uh, and by, yeah, he gets loose, but uh, Dr. Brad uh, calls his buddy in before it gets loose. It's like another um, scientist who knows about it and be in life, like some kind of like like aquatic creatures. Mm-hmm. And he calls him in, and this is an actor who's in a ton of Westerns. Very, yeah. He's very well known for being in Western films, and he's done a, he did a lot of films too. Dr. John Warren, it's his name, right? And his name is Leo Gordon. And let's see what he's in. He's, oh yeah. He's he just did in Maverick. Lot. He yeah. did, um, oh, The Haunted Palace. Yes. Uh, we know a lot. We've seen, I've seen a lot of his films, I think. Yeah, he's he's been in a lot of stuff. So he shows up. He flies in on a seaplane and he sees the creature and he's shocked about it. And he says, the bogs out here probably have a lot of species growing in it that we don't know about yet. Mm-hmm. And he's terrifying. Like, yeah, it's creepy. And he's like shocked by the whole thing. And he's saying that it uses. Basically, they go get drunk and they leave Doctor Genie alone at another uh, the her office with the creature working. Which is just astounding. And, and these two go have drinks and they discuss what's going on. And he virtually tells him, "Hey, you know, now that that old woman is not its female host." 
or whatever it's using her for, mm-hmm. it's going to wake when it wakes up. These creatures are going to, if the eggs hatch, they're going to be looking for a new female host. Mm-hmm. So guess what? And then that's when the other, Dr. Brad's like, wait a minute. She's alone with it. Yeah, duh. Why so, would you even leave your girl alone yeah. with this thing? Like, are you crazy? So, yes, naturally. It, it wakes up. It wakes up and And then she tries out. to blow torch it. Actually, she shuts a door nicely mm-hmm. in front of it. Very and, calmly. And what's really funny, it does work because it doesn't know how to open the door. But what it does do is punch perfect squares. Yes. That which is, is astounding. the worst door breakable thing I've ever it seen. It is. Well, you know, the, the claws that go through it would suggest that there's no way that it would be perfect squares. It should be shattering the door. Yeah. But it, squares get punched out. Yeah. And it is hilarious. Looking. The prop department didn't give a shit. Yeah. The, and by the way, so I guess we should talk about because I don't even think we mentioned what the creature looks like. Oh, God, it's embarrassing. It's a humanoid car- a creature, but it has claw hands like a, like a lobster. I don't think it looks humanoid at all. I mean, well, he it's on walks. two legs. It's a humanoid up. in the yeah. sense that it walks on two legs and it stands upright. And it's got a fish head. And like, yeah, fish head, but with, yeah, huge eyeballs. Huge eyeballs, uh, the fin going down and head to the back. I mean, it looks terrible, but it's not the most comical creature we've ever it's, seen. It's close. We've, we've seen some shitty yeah. creatures. Oh, we've seen some real bad ones. But it's 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 not great. It's not bad. But what's really interesting to me is it where is this thing that goes down people's throats? Right. Uh, it doesn't exist. It never is Unless there. Unless it comes out of the creature's mouth, which we'll but never see. But we never see, see it. Yeah, we'll we never, never see, see how... It's just it, like, okay. They set it up so heavily, but they never do anything yeah, with it. Yeah, see, I like my idea better. It should have been a mosquito. It should have been a giant mosquito. That would have been awesome. Well, then we couldn't have the bog. They would have to have called it... I don't know, something I mean, else. they could have still called it bog. I mean, mosquitoes live and breed around that watery snot. And that's exactly what it was. So, yeah. It could have been called Bog anyway. It could have been called Not a Dracula. Could have been called Skeeters. Well, that's already a movie. <laughs> it is? Yep. Shut up. Yep, it is. That's a killer mosquito movie. Oh. Called Skeeter. Right. Skeeter. I think uh, Gunnar Hansen is in it. Yeah, we have seen it. We have seen Skeeter? Gunnar Hansen, remember? Leatherface? No. Oh, yeah, I know who he is. Okay, well, oh, anyways. Skeeters, two, no, 2005? Yeah. It was on Sci-Fi Channel. Oh, good lord. So, uh, yeah, basically, Dr. Brad runs down to go save Dr. Ginny, his girl. Mm-hmm. But she uh, fights off the monster by below-torturing it. It doesn't do anything. It burns down the entire science lab, and <laughs> he carries her out. But not before dropping her little shoe. <laughs> her shoe fell off. Outside. And so then when um, Dr. Brad arrives, he's like, oh, God, yeah. her shoe. But for some reason, he doesn't think she burned up alive in there. Because well, he, he found automatically... her shoe outside. <laughs> it's like, how would the shoe have gotten there? Uh, you know, that uh, it's okay. I, I get it. it. It's terrible logic, but it's, but it's, a, it's logic. good enough. You know? It's good enough. My favorite thing, though, is they drive now to go find out where he's going. Now, they're, they have to get on the road. There's two directions. Mm-hmm. They happen to pick the right direction. Of course. But even better is, while they're driving, one of them says, what's that on the side of the road? Now, they're full speed driving with their cop lights on trying to figure out where this creature is. And they, what the guy sees is practically a double dare set 
It's just like some double goo. dare goo. It's goo. I guess double dare is too old of a reference. Okay. Uh, what, what's mm. a Nickelodeon splat? Yeah. Or something like that. It, it really looks like the... Just some goo. It some looks ooze. like the sap coming from a tree. But yeah, it's, it's just like, on a, a log. Yeah, and, and there's no way you can it. see that from the freaking... I don't know how going saw it. 50 miles an hour. Yeah. Come on. but They stop, they find the goo, and they realize, oh, they, she went he, this way. Yeah, well, I mean, that could have been goo from anything. I, I don't recall them ever seeing that particular goo before. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, let's just speculate. Oh, yeah, he's over here. <laughs> exactly uh and sure as shit they're like basically the one guy's like i hope uh he hasn't uh used her yet like he, he said doesn't use great. that word yeah he said he, and we both said we know what he really wanted to say oh my god what does he say how does he, he said put something it? he puts it nicer like he doesn't say impregnate he says yeah, like something else oh um like blood drain what's uh, no yeah, no he's, no basically he's, something about using her for spawning yeah i forget what word he uses but it's yeah. it's yeah like, we know so what hopefully the, uh, he didn't like you know impregnate her basically yeah. so he's frankenstein monster cram carrying her to the bog and they get there just as he gets to the bog so they start shooting at it missing her in its arms of course he puts her down and goes to attack them and for some reason can't kill them as fast as he heals everybody else he has to fight these two guys off now i don't know if the other doctor the new doctor that showed up in town oh yeah i don't know if he's killed instantly we just don't see him again yeah yeah he just disappears he keeps yelling for dr Ginny to get away but instead she runs into his arms <laughs> And what's really wild here is they don't really have an option of how to kill this creature. What luckily, the family trucks or cops show out of nowhere and ram the creature into a tree and explode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... That's the end of the movie. Yeah. Not before we take a nice little scroll... Uh, stroll through the bog into the bottom of the water to see the egg sac still there and then it say the end question mark yeah so we're just to assume that they're all going to hatch and you know there's going to be more in in silly font silly white blurb font of course of course we wouldn't have it any other way and that and that so, is then the, the bog guys the end of movie um song comes back up it's the same song yep. playing through the whole movie I love you're still singing it. Gonna have some peanut butter and jelly and love you until the day I die. When I put the real words against this, you're gonna be like, oh my god, I'm not even close. I know I'm not close. It, it's not even like. I don't know what the fucking it, words are. I wish I could remember. <laughs> oh uh, my god, it's so awful. Ugh, jeez, I don't know. I, I tried to um, Google it when it, the song was playing because I wanted to see who the artist was that was singing it. But it wouldn't even come wouldn't up even on come Google. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even on the credits at all. That, so it, I went to the music thing on IMDb and there's nothing there either. It says that there's a guy responsible for the music. Obviously there's a woman singing. I like singing. a guy responsible. You're responsible for this? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah, the, that's the bog. That, that's the movie. And... We definitely skipped through some funny bits and some crazy dialogue, and I'm gonna try to find it all and put it in, but 
Good lord. It's it's such a bare bones movie. Nothing really happens while these crazy conversations and it's what makes this movie special is how bad the acting and the dialogue and the directing is. Oh my god. It is atrocious on every front. Like everything that's happening is like holy shit. And I could not look away like a train wreck. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> like, holy shit, they really thought this was a good idea to direct it like this? I to mean, do a, a, the, a tight yeah. shot on someone's face when they're thinking? This was a poor decision all around. Uh, it's wild. The fact that this woman said the Dracula quote. <laughs> she read that line of dialogue and said it straight-faced. And, yeah. and, and she didn't even correct him. Like, shouldn't I say vampire? Yeah, she. I mean, I'm sure she did. I'm sure she questioned her dialogue throughout this because she probably didn't even just like, what am I saying? Yeah. What What does this mean? What's a Dracula? <laughs> yeah. Like, All the scientific terms yeah. that she was using. Oh, their faces when they're saying di- like the science stuff is amazing. I don't think they can believe it. Like, I think they're in shock too. Oh, but so like, good. I, I mean, as far as ratings go. <sighs> yeah, please tell me. I'm giving it a three. Only because I was entertained by a lot of it, but otherwise, this movie bad, man. It was a bad movie. <laughs> this one, this one's really close to being on. I mean, I think I'm putting it on my bad, my so bad it's good list. Yeah, uh, I, I because think so. I think you have to see it. this one is. I think so. Kind of special in how bad it is. Because it, it was, yeah. There was a lot of moments where we were laughing because I mean we, we weren't supposed to be laughing, but yeah. it actually gave us something, you know. Yeah, I I think uh, we've seen other movies like. Um, uh dr uh, z blood the blood waters of dr z and mm-hmm. stuff like that i think only because mr science theater is so good at it yes uh but that movie terrible but i know there's like a fan thing for it like people think it's funny it's shocking but this one is like a better funnier version yeah yeah i mean I, I we i don't recommend that you watch this movie it's trash but i think that you should just go and google that um scene when they're kissing just like Google bog like make out theme. The scene. Just because you have to hear the song and just Oh, it's gonna be on this. What we were it. completely flabbergasted watching. Yeah, it was it was something. This movie's a three. What do you give it? I'm giving it a three as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I, I think that's perfect. On the same page. Yeah, I really think that's a perfect score. I mean I can't go any higher. I want to. <laughs> I want to because I, I I thought it was so silly that I really enjoyed it, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, all right. So this has been Talking Trash. Um, if you guys are so inclined, please follow us on Instagram at uh, mine is the Crafty Misfit, and uh, Scott has just another movie night. Yeah, so... I run that. I run our a little our movie page. I put up reviews, mm-hmm. and uh, if you uh, if you you can. Please message me if you have ideas of movies you want me to us to talk about. Yes, please. Or if you have movies that you think are the worst movies you've ever seen to do on this. Yes, please give us we recommendations that because that is like the highlight of our lives. We love recommendations. We love talking about movies. We love watching bad movies and, you know, good movies, of course. But, you know, we, we love the trash because it's so much fun. So if you have any recommendations, just go ahead to Instagram and follow us and, and write to us. And we'll be really happy to hear from you. Yeah. All right, but otherwise, thank you for listening, and this has been a fun one, and I uh, hope we'll find another one like this soon. I really do. We will. And I love the accidental find like this. But yeah, have a good one. Thanks for listening. Did you notice the crystalline structure of the cells? Yes, I did. What did you make of it? Now, wait a minute. 
I'm over my head as it is. Don't forget, I'm just a country sawbones, not a trained pathologist like you. Don't be modest, doctor. Give me another slide, will you? Yeah. I stain the, the dense part of the slime tissue. Did it stain all right? Perfectly. My God, this is bizarre. You know, I could almost swear I, I was looking at a metallurgical cross-section of a 6B group metal. 6B group? See, on the periodic table, that would be, uh... Boy, it's been a long time since I looked at that. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, so it'd be chromium, molybdenum, and uh, maybe tantalum. Very good, doctor. First two were correct, but the third is tungsten, not tantalum. Well, two out of three isn't too bad for a country sawbones, is it? <laughs> animal, mineral, mineral, and animal. <laughs> what, no vegetable? No vegetable. These are mucus-producing cells with a crystal shape. Oh, my gosh. Yin and yang, hot and cold, positive and negative. Eh, it's a contradiction. An absolute logical inconsistency. And right in front of our eyes. You know the crazy thing that was running through my mind? Living fossil, breathing stone, mineralized tissue, and slimy. That's strange. But every time I look out at those bogs, those glacial lakes, I can't help but think. 15,000 years ago, they were covered with ice. 10,000 years ago, it began to melt. And I've always wondered, what would have happened beneath that glacial carpet? What strange forms of life could have existed those millions of years ago, only to be caught, trapped, crushed, and held under the ice mass, waiting for the first warm days to come, slumbering in the ooze, just waiting. Here's something. What's that? Well, it Looks like bits of chitinous tissue. Insect exoskeleton? I don't know. But it's organic for sure. Could be integument, bits of a carapace. But that makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> so what does make sense? Well, the, the substance was found deeply embedded in the hyoid process. Now, if it were merely a piece or a fragment of, a, of an insect, how could it have gotten that deeply embedded in her trachea? It had to be driven there with tremendous force. Wait a minute, wait a minute, just a minute. Are you saying this is a fragment of whatever was used to pierce her throat and withdraw the blood? But, Jimmy, that's organic material. That's some broken-off piece of a medical apparatus. Do you have any idea of what you're implying? Yes, I do. 
Now I'm almost sure it wasn't a human being that took those lives. You think you can prove it conclusively? Well, they have an electron scan over at TC Lab. I'd like to look at this fragment at 1,000 power. I've got the fastest cab in the county. Let's go. You gonna tell right home about this? But tell him what? That all of you lunatics are lunatics? Christ, he knows that already. Christ, he probably even knows what you're thinking. Well, goodbye, dummies. <laughs> <laughs>